to start the week, the the guy, the trip to Yushalayim was amazing. Like the Shabbos, Shabbos, uh, it was hot in the the tunnel there, and we had to walk. We walked through Shashchem and my sons because they they seem to think it's not so dangerous, even though every right. other human being thinks it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we went through there, but there was a bunch of other Hasidim going that right, way as well. Right, you the Hasidim walk through there. And in Pachat, so we walked through and it was fine. Bachshem took a Shabbos to all the soldiers on the way. Nice and warm, got a nice minion. There was a Vizhnitz minion which I should have joined, but I ended that's up. That's one in the front. Left yeah, corner, but it right? was, but in the tunnel, it's right at the entrance. But there was this guy, this Nazir with long hair, and my son wanted to join his minion. And it was, it was actually Geschmack. They were pretty much similar timing. So we had the songs of the Vizhnitz with the guys shouting and the, right, the Nazir the sh- minion. The shouting one, right. Yeah, so we just did the shouting. I thought the shouting one was the Vizhnitz one. No, they're different. There's always so, the same in the front left corner, yeah. right by the entrance. So we had the shouting and the Vizhnitz. So um, yeah. then we went, made it back to our nice apartments. And then once again, like 10 minute walk through Shashkam, literally to the, yeah. bar, to the door where we're staying. And uh, it was amazing. Had a nice warm apartment, not like my freezing cold apart, ha- house or whatever it's called, townhouse in a frat where I have to like, you know, try warming up, but it never really works. And Baruch uh, Hashem. So uh, then no. the day was, was Kishmak. We had that, by the way, that Tom guy was playing the guitar, Erev Shabbos. Kishmak, you know? Yeah. He came to my house and he's the one fixing some of the leaks and stuff. So he was the example where I'm doing the Peshara, doing that middle thing with the Baldur, you know? Right. Because I just couldn't wait anymore because it was like getting all fungusy and blue on the wall. So I just got it fixed, Baruch Hashem. And he did a really good job. So he's a good handyman, by the way, uh-huh. if you ever need one. He's a good craft. Yeah, and it's worth supporting him because look at his talent, you know. He's a musician. So we'll get into the Shabbos day by my Rebbe. I had a big avoda. Baruch Hashem, Satshmaya. It's nice to get back to the holy avoda of Yishalayim, the Siddiquim, the Sarashimaya. So it's my Rebbe, obviously. And learn Baruch Hashem, Mikveh, Dushinsky, Mikveh, Yvind Dushinsky. Mikveh, I love it. Yeah, so like these all mean something to you. Eight different so has a nice hall, hot pool at five in the morning, empty, uh, clean, crystal blue waters. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know if the Shinsky's <laughs> ever clean. No, but it felt clean compared to what it will be in like three, four hours. Yeah, they had like four, four or five. No, it was, it was very clean considering. I mean, I think it's emptied out at night yeah, by some non Jew and then they heat it up again. Do they have that also? Like, or they have levels? it hot ready. Yeah, yeah. Like hot, I went to the boiling hot. hot. I went to the boiling hot, and it was. I tried not to enjoy it too much. I ended up minishamayim learning a Torah from Avoda to Avoda, from the Toshiva Rebbe, all right. about hot mikvah and Shabbos. It was like a shkach of Francis. Well, everything I opened up, every step I opened up that morning, it was like a balas Torah Shabbos. It was like a shkach of what it was talking about, exactly what I needed to hear. And the best part was, my Rebbe and what I learned all connected into what we're learning now with Tanya. So um, everything was very uh, divine providence and chizuk and Baruch Hashem. I had to hold a chillin on the way to Shalim, boiling hot chillin, and it was like almost like jumping out the pot. Like I got this new jumper, and I'm so happy. Finally got a new jumper. It was like sweater, whatever you call it, and it was jumping onto my sweater. Like thank God it didn't. It made it onto the towel, but not on my sweater. And uh, we had to empty some of the liquid on the way because it was just too much. But it was it was worth schlepping that chillin. It was so wow. schmack. Shabbos day, cold Shabbos in Yerushalayim. Come back to a nice chillin. Didn't have to go to anybody. You know, it, was, it worked out. I was thinking about going to the Hammer Brothers. You know the Hammer Brothers? Bensi and Shalom. I feel like I've heard yeah. them. Yeah. They're from the steeple there in Five Towns. 
Oh, yeah, the yeah. hammer, yeah. yeah. They live there? They live in Ramatashkot. One of them does now. They used to both live, but he wanted to move to Ramat. Shlomo. So, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so but I wanted, so it didn't end up working out, so Bukhsham was happy. We just go home and just eat and rest. It was so nice, this apartment, Bukhsham. Thank you, Hashem. So we start the week with a lot of chizuk, and a lot of chizuk for what we're learning. So there's a summary here that's really important from my friend, Rav Shmuldan. I just sent it to you by PDF. It says, mitzvah's garments of the soul. That's everything we did, uh, oh, chapter four. Yeah, I sent it to you. Just looking at what's up. Three garments of nefesh uh, eloquus. It's my other WhatsApp. My, this is where I got more memory on this phone. The impetus to perform mitzvahs, the garments are higher than the nefesh um, uh, eloquus, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Hashem is one with Torah's garments of the nefesh eloquus, are of Torah mitzvahs. No one grasps Hashem. So Hashem created for us a way of connecting to him with thought, speech, and action in the garments of Torah mitzvahs. The experience of Hashem himself is not available to beings in the higher worlds, including the world to come. They may experience a ray of the Shrina, analogy of hugging and being hugged by the king. There is no difference to the closest if he is wearing one garment or many. Torah is compared to water, just like water flows from a high place to a low place, so to Torah, unchanged from Hashem himself to his world. And then, this is where we're at now. The Torah, food for the soul. This is Chapter 5, Parakramishi, the concept of intellectual grasping, that was last week's end of the week. To grasp something means to surround it. And right. it's funny because my Rebbe mentioned the word tefisa when you're learning Torah, have a tefisa. We're learning a concept where we are simultaneously grasping it and immersed within it. When we learn um, and understand Torah, especially our minds both envelop Hashem and immersed with Hashem, who is one with his Torah. And then he goes, This is really, really important now. This last part of this chapter is like life saving for Am Yisrael, for especially this generation when everyone's so crazy mm. worrying about their panasa and running after it all day. He says, Torah is compared to bread. By thoroughly understanding Torah, we learn the Torah merges of us, becomes us, just like the food we eat becomes our body. So this is what we're going to learn now. Okay, so we have to understand, we, just like we have to nourish the body, right. even more so we have to nourish the soul. So that's the whole switcheroo of what the focus should be. Switcheroo. Yeah, like Amisrael's focus is Tarasa Kavar. That should be what's fixed. Malach Arai, and your work is, is not fixed. It's like whenever you need to make Panasa, you go make it, but it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is Torah. It doesn't mean you have to go join a kollel or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It just means you put in your schedule um, Torah as a, as a priority because it's the nourishment of your soul. And if you don't learn any Torah, generally you start becoming, falling into who knows what. Mm. Okay, but that's just generally reality. Of, and I, I think we all, we all know what we're talking about without even having to say it out. Yeah. That was the last thing we did. This is the most beautiful line. Now it's wonderful unity in the physical realm. Um, that's where we got to. So we're holding now the Zos. Holding by the Zos. Uh-huh. I'm going to read it inside this one. Yeah. This is where we got to, I think. Is that correct? Yeah. Isn't it? 
Yeah. She's already got to Brazil's partner. Yeah. So, so the idea that this is distinct, infinitely great and wonderful, I like the translation here, superiority of the mitzvah, of knowing and comprehending Torah. So I think, remember, we were sort of talking about it, we're going to get to the Mylas of Torah. Uh-huh. Torah is like above the mitzvahs. Al Kamas and mitzvahs, a filo al mitzvahs, talim bedibo. A filo al mitzvahs, talim Torah bedibo. So, but the truth is, when you're learning, it's also a mitzvah. Right. So there's like, you know, back in what's more Mila, well, we have, in order to learn, we have to do the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, which is Vidibu, which is one of the right. Levushim. Um, and that lacks the infinitely superior quality of comprehending Torah. Once again, it has to come into clothing. Right. This is what we just read to. For through the mitzvahs performed the action speech, God closed on verse with his light from head to foot, yeah, from the highest to the lowest. V'diyas haTorah milvad shaseichum abush b'chachmas Hashem hine gam b'chachmas Hashem b'kibbo. While in the case of acknowledging of knowledge of Torah, apart from the intellect being clothed in divine wisdom, the wisdom is also divine within him, so that he envelops it. Yeah, that he envelops it. Ma shaseichum masig tofes makiv mesichlo ma sheefshalon tofes lahastig midiyasas haTorah. For his intellect, comprehending, grasping, and encompassing what Torah knowledge is capable of grasping and comprehending. Each man acquires intellect, capacity for knowledge, understanding, and pardes. I remember we uh, actually opened up the Rav Shulchanorach this week. I thought it's been a while since I learned it. And I went through all these parts and it brought this concept from the Tanya. Because remember, it says safer anyway, it's Rav Shulchanorach, the same, same author right. of Shneer Zaman of Liadi. And he's talking about the Hilkas Talmud Torah. In a, it's in your Adaya section of Shulchan Aruch. And it says there near the end of the safe, uh, that part of uh, the Rav Shulchan Aruch, is in a f- there's four chapters, I think. And it, the first one, it brings this concept, and it says, therefore, that's why a person needs to learn according to what he's shaykh to. Right. That concept, though, because each person has, according to his seichel, his koach, his strength, and his ability to know and to comprehend in parts, according to which level of of um, of Torah your soul comes from. Um, so it, it's all connected, and the point is there's all these levels. It's Peshat, Remez, Josh, and Soed. The Fish of and he brings examples over there what, as well, which is nice. The Fish of Torah, Torah, Mabush, Benefesh, Adam, Sikh, Bakufis, Basocham. Since through the knowledge of Torah, the Torah is absorbed in the soul and intellect of the person, is compassed within him. Now this is the addition that we hadn't got and said before. Up until now we sort of said this in the previous concept when we brought up the idea of, of the awe and its clothing a person and the idea of pardes and by grasping. We added on a new point. This is the It's called the bread and food of the soul. Just catching up one second. Yeah, this we haven't said before. This is a new... Emphasis. You take your time, no problem. Yeah. Here's, you have to be able to understand this. It's a lot in one go. Because you're sort of bringing together everything we said before and now adding in this pain, I mean, this point, excuse me, that this is all, all this light that's surrounding us, we bring it into Lavush of feet, um, head to foot through speech. This is his new word. It's, it's like umekufes. Umekufes. Yeah, this uh, same 
mekefes It's like encompassed within them. So mekefes gavil, like a surrounding cloth. It's it's a concept of, of surrounding, yeah, encompassed within them. Yeah, so it's like they've used a similar word a few times, um, but the point is it surrounds us. We have mekefes gavil in hilkasofus. Right. You have to have surrounding cloth. The white surrounds the black. Has to, can't, letters can't connect. Mm. They don't have Mekhev as Gavil, it's Pasul. Pasul is a safe Torah. Everyone has to have space around them. It's very important. Like, some people, I don't know if you notice, but they don't respect people's space. They come up to you and they yeah. like, talk in your face. In Seinfeld has an episode, a close talker. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Like, I've got my surrounding cloth. I've got my own light and you've got your light and I'm happy to talk to you and connect, but like, you're not my wife, you know, I can back off. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but the point is you have to have a Kevin's Here explains why learning in Yediyah Satara yeah. is greater than any other mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you do a regular mitzvah, this is what we're Malbesh Atanefesh, Umakifa Ar Hashem. Right, and he's absorbed in the light of Hashem. Yeah. Surrounded. Surrounded. This goes in. This is panemius. Yeah. So the Chacham Hashem goes inside. Just like when you eat. When you eat food, it, it, it gets absorbed in your nefesh. Like it becomes right. part of you. This Torah becomes part of you. Like we said before, it's a yich and nifla. Right. It becomes one with you. So it's, it, it's nourishing you, your neshama. Without it, your soul distance. Like it, if you think about it, when you're fasting, what happens? You start to feel a bit faint. Because right. your soul's not being drawn into your guf. So too, if you're on a ruchiness level, if you're not eating Torah and drinking uh, with so your body, your soul, your soul starts to distance from your body. It's no longer being connected in anymore to your mind and your heart. Yeah. So you have this light around you, but it's not going in. Mm. People have an makif. There's lots of people walking around with makif, but they don't have all They don't have that inner light. The the key is it's very nice that people have a light around them. And I used when I first did tshuva, I was very into that light around people. But if it's not coming from within, it's not, that's not the point of it. It has to influence the person within, mm. not just the, his potential. It's like it's like it's like you're seeing someone with so much potential, but it's not being grasped at all. It's not being internalized. Right. So he's just walking around with all this poten- waste of potential. You know, what you need to do is bring it inside. How do you bring it inside? By learning. When you learn, it becomes internalized. My re- the way my Rebbe explained it is on Shabbos, Shabbos he said that it's very nice. You have these people with great minds, you know, genius. He calls me a genius. It doesn't always mean he's praising you. It means that you have a great mind. So what? Yeah, you have a good mind that works fast, easy to grasp things. But what the problem is, you're not, you know, your heart's not in it because it's easy. Right. He told a whole story from uh, from the Pnei Menachem based on the Sefer that this whole concept that it's the whole thing. The Torah has to go believe, has to go inside. Allah It had the real avoda is to bring it into the heart. That's what Hashem wants. Hmm. How, giving you a a genius cop is not what the tach is. Rahmana Liba boy. Shem wants the heart. How do you get it into your heart? By davening, by having a rotzen, by having a shvir salev and asking right. Hashem to give you the connection to the Torah. That is 
what we need to do in a, in a daily level. That's what Avinu Avarachman, we're davening every day, Targalene Besor Secher. Tefillah is getting us accomplished, yeah? Aineine Besor Secher, Dabek Lebeine Bemitzvah Secher, to connect to sin. There's all stuff my Rebbe was saying yesterday. So that he had a bocha, who was a shvachist bocha in Sfasem Shiva, and Pnei Menachem was a Rosh Shiva, and the Tom the Rebbe was somehow involved with him, and he brought him into the office of the Pnei Menachem, and he watched, he, the Pnei Menachem allowed him to stay, and he watched this bocha like sittering, like trembling, of fear to become in front of the Rosh Shiva, and he just couldn't learn. And he Rosh Shiva wanted to know, what is your issue? Like, why are you having such a hard time in Yeshiva? He said, I don't understand the Torah. Like, I learn and learn, and I really want to learn, and I don't understand it. He said, I'm jealous of you, the Pnei Menachem said. He said, I grew up in the Shtiba, the Alter Ger Rebbe. So I grew up with Tam Chachomim surrounding me, and the Torah is easy for me. I have a cop that was gift, gifted for me from Shemaim. I can learn. I'm a Rosh Hashiva. It's easy for me, yeah? For no. you, it's impossible, yeah? You know how much Shvir Salev you have? He said, yeah, I can't take it anymore. He said, this Shvir Salev is going to be your key to success. Keep working. Don't ever give up, and you will see success. He gave him a brocha. He went out, ended up becoming a dying in a big basin. Huh. And told the Rebbe knows him. The Pnei Menachem saw that happen before he passed away. Became a dying in a basin. So he, he could he ne- and it was hard the whole way. Never was, never became easy. But he just kept shvitzing in it. That's a mail and He said, I, I never had that a mail You've got the mail and The effort you have to put in. So this is the bringing the lechem and the mozen inside you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a voda. It's it's a voda Hashem. It's not just some like you know gift. They right. just you just open up a sefer and then you just have all this ruchness. You have to actually work on it. It takes internalization yeah, to, to to internalize the Torah. Interesting. Lechem mozen and nefesh. So that's interesting how he writes specifically talks about only learning Torah. Yeah, Torah is the only thing that can do this. What do you define as Torah? As Torah, some people broaden the horizons of Torah. Torah is part of what we said before, is all the different levels of Torah. Um, Pshat. Pshat, Remez, Josh Soid. You know, Chachm Goyim Tamin. You believe that there's wisdom in the non-Jews, so there's wisdom, but it's not Torah. Right. Torah Hashem is a different madrega of Gilui. Right. Um, I'm saying specifically, like you would have, you know, the, the classics. You have Tanakh. You have Tanakh. Mishnayis. Gemara. Halacha. Halacha, Panimis Torah, like Midrashim, Sifri, Chasidus, yeah, all this stuff. This is all Torah. Anyone who says that any of that's not Torah, it's just maybe their nefesh, maybe their nefesh is very pshat orientated or right. remez. So they could, when they see Chasidus or Kabbalah, it looks to them like Gobidigut, yeah? Like they just don't connect to it. Right. So there's so kind of neshamas, it's not, no criticism on them. They just don't have a neshama that's shorished and sowed and drush. Right. It's surest in the lower levels of Torah, which is still a high level. Every level's high. Yeah, every level's right. Ratzon Hashem. So it's not like you're on a higher level than him. Right. It's just different surest and neshamas of different parts of Torah. You just have it's to like be real. No, yeah, you get a guy like that. It's not. It's not. He's not less than than someone right. who's Hasidish neshama. He's just different, and right. he has a different chaylik of Torah. So, you know, you have earth kind of people more grounded. Right. You know, I say in a frat, I always get a feeling it's a more earthy place, yeah? It is definitely a People are very grounded here, yeah? Yeah. Very yekapops, like, excuse me, excuse that language. <laughs> Sorry, that's what my wife uses. I, I hope that's not Lush and Rabbi. I've met a lot of people here very into time and Yiddishkeit being a certain way, like, and right. they go to work and, they, you know, they probably make Hashem very happy with their, their service to Hashem and their service to the Medina and they, they have their children in the army. They're very, like, proper people, yeah? Right. And it's, it's, it's a great halavai, yeah? 
I'm I'm like I don't I don't fit in any of these these categories, thank God. But uh, you know, everyone's different. But um, I'm just saying, so they are on a madriga, that madriga. So that that's an earthy nisham. They have a more like, airy nisham, a more svat kind of. Right. You know, and then you have a more Asian Nisham Yishalayim that's just there now and it's like the fire of Torah and the fire of Yiddishkeit and everything's on fire like Ruknes, Gashmis mm. everything's at Aish you know, Rasimai you read his forum it's like the fire burning you know, right. technology and it's like everything's a fire yeah? yeah and then you come you go to uh, you know, to Tiberia and it's more relaxed more calm more tranquil more water yeah like it's more peaceful you go to these, some of these towns right, you know, out, up north and it's more I think calm. There's a lot of crime up north. Um, maybe, but it's more calm. Yeah, definitely more calm. So uh, up if, north, it's very calm. We went up north, yeah. and it was like, whew. yeah. So in fact, also compared to Shlaim, is more calm because it's more grounded. But it can be a little bit too grounded if you. That's why we went back to Shlaim. We needed a bit of fire. You know, would I like to go up sometime to Svart or Tiberia? My son loves Tiberia, the one in the army. Oh. He wants to get home in Tiberia and just really. Yeah, he I'm wants to have. You know, he want, no, he doesn't want Svat. He wants to vary. He wants the water. He loves going to the mikveh, Mayanot. He wants the, the nice temperature there. He wants the, the quality of life. It's much cheaper, the property and everything. Up north it is, yeah. Yeah. You can buy like a really nice place yeah. there. So you get a nice place and you don't have this whole space issue like we have down here. You know, so, you know, every, every place has its milers and every neshama has its milers because you have all different kinds of neshamas who connect to different places. And, and different parts of Torah, different halakhim of Torah, there's more the fiery, you know, panemius kind of guy, and then there's the more tranquil, svat kind of guy, and then there's the guy, you know, there's a mix of everything. And then there's the guy, like you said, a, a guy's into Peshat. Like he, I remember in Yeshiva, I, I literally, it was hard for me. I go to these, because I used to be really into Reverend Nachman Bormann, then he got ill. So a different rab took over the Drosh's last Shabbos. And it's suddenly, instead of it being this like journey through Tanakh and Tzadikim, and Hasidus, it was a journey through Pshat of Rashi. Huh. And he was just going more and more into Pshat. Like he just, there was no drush, there was nothing else, just Pshat. Nice. His whole shia was Pshat. Hmm. I just did not connect to this guy. His son became a famous, famous politician, yeah, which makes sense because Pshat, like even this Pshat. Yeah, I, I just couldn't connect. And it was like, you know, you're sitting there forcing yourself to listen because he's like the new, the new speaker now in the shul and the yeshiva. And then at a certain point, I was like, I, need, I can't be here anymore. I just don't connect to this soul. Mm-hmm. It's not my shliach. I never ended up in a shliach. But that, even that Friday night drosh is just eventually, I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and it's, that's why you have to find what kind of lechem. Like, this lechem doesn't fit in me. Like, it's too dry. I don't know what. Yeah, it's too hard. It's like Russian bread or something. I just don't, you know, it's black. I, I just can't eat it. Nikon B'Shem Lechem wasn't never like the way people used to eat bread back in the day. Kimosha Lechem, Gash Mizan, Etz Aguf, all that fluffy white stuff you get in Israel that's made of nothing except rubbish. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. I, I, got, I got fat off that kind of bread. I used to eat it for years and it was so unhealthy. I don't know why I bothered. Yeah. Thank God I stopped eating all that kind of stuff. All those bakeries, the, yeah. Uh, it's rubbish. What is the one in Meshar? The, uh, Angels. Angel. Nechama. Nechama is a Meshurim. Bakery? Yeah, that old one. The old next one. Next to, it used to be next yeah. to near Jake. We used to go there in the middle of the night. And where's the one near the near Yeshiva? Yeah. Oh, that also. Yeah. Same one. Same brand. That's the Chama Bakery. They're right? both. I think they're both called Chama. Same Chama. Yeah. Middle of the night. Yeah. On, on base as well. Just white, fluffy, powdery. Yeah. I mean, maybe they've changed a little bit. I don't know. Some people now want more healthier. 
כמו שלחם גשמי זון עשר גוף, כניסו בסוכר קיובה ממש. just as physical bread in our body when it's ingested and absorbed within it, נהפך שם להיות סתם בשר כבשר. It's transformed into blood and flesh of one soul. ואזי יחיה יסקיים. And then will the body live and be sustained. כך בדיוס התורה והחיסרון זה נפש האודם שלום דו היטב באיין סיקלו. Simply through the knowledge and comprehension of Torah by the soul of a person who studied it, well, the concentration of his intellect. To the point where the Torah is grasped by his mind and joined with him to become one. Yeah, this is amazing. The body in the soul is, is being sustained by the bread and the Torah. Both. You need both lechem physically and lechem of the Torah. The lechem and bus, you know, the meat and potatoes of Torah. Yeah. You need to feed your body that every day. You know, and, I mean, in Sharma, excuse me. And you need to feed your body physically also. You need both. Because right. will the body be light, live and be sustained. This is just reading it again. It's yeah. through the knowledge and comprehension of Torah by the soul who studies it well with the concentration of his intellect. So that focus is just like when you eat. You probably do focus. Your body is like totally... We probably don't understand how much the body has to do when we eat because we take it for granted. But we're putting this food in our mouth that people used to spend hours in the farms and the fields making this food. Yeah, It wasn't like it just turned up in a bakery. They would spend... A lot of their day get making this grain till till it eventually became grain till it eventually became lechem, you know the whole process was a whole to do, and then finally when you're eating it you're not just going to put it in your mouth and you know and, and you're looking at your phone especially then yeah yeah you're going to be like every bite is like you know all the you're thinking about all the it's work like that went into it yeah they have machinery back then even a lechem hamotzi lechem in a says ten tables, and the ten fingers you put on the bread. Connected the ten malachas that went into making this bread. Apparently, there's ten malachas, so you know, which connects into Hilkashab <coughs> as well. Bless you, but we don't do those ten malachas. But the the idea is that those ten malachas that go into making the bread, they give you the ability to appreciate that this is this was voda. All my ten fingers, my all my kochas went into making this. So when you're learning. As well, you're also, and remember, your body is like a factory. It does all this amazing stuff. It takes this food and the whole process of the breaking it down in your mouth and, you know, go into the whole science of it, the biology of it, and it, the enzymes and all this stuff that's working as it goes slowly through your body and it breaking down more and more and more till it gets to the gut. And there's this whole thing nowadays everyone's going on and on about the gut and the intelligence of the gut yeah. and uh, macro, what's it called? Uh, All these names they use, microbiome. And microbiome. Yeah, you go to all these podcasters, they're really into it. I don't even know if they really know what they're talking about, but it sounds good. Years ago. It's like, like a new idea. Years. You know, like everyone's into it these days, and they're taking bio, uh, they're, they're having not just, uh, when they have antibiotics, they have to have probiotics, and you have to make sure you're biotics, and all this, all this stuff inside your body, and you have to this, and that's how become a whole industry in a way. But the point is, there's a whole story going on inside the body to get this bread into your body, Dam into your nefesh so you can have chiyas from it. So with the Torah, the body's focused on doing that whole work. Obviously, you just we're just taking for granted because we're just used to it already. But um, the same when you're learning, you have to totally focus in order to turn it into mazon for your neshama. To make it into mazon for the neshama, it takes a focus, and there's a process going on of of it becoming ingested inside your soul. 
from from the Svarim that you mentioned, all those different parts of Torah, to bring it in, and you have your own filter, your own neshama, unique chalik of Torah that you connect with, that my chalik, our chalik, my chalik of Torah, everyone has their own, or our chalik, everyone has, we daven all the time, we should have bizog to our chalik of Torah, so this is a unique way of ingesting this spiritual food for your spiritual sustenance. And it says, and it, it takes focus to study it well for it to come internalized. If you just eat it sloppily, it won't really go inside. It will miss your mouth. I don't know. Right. It will go in your clothes. Yeah? It won't really be internalized healthily. Because that's also the thing when you eat. Something I think it's a bit of a lost art. I don't know if anyone is on this level, maybe a Sadiqim. When you eat, you often are just sort of rushing it. It's like getting it, or you're overly indulging in the flavors, the, the most chesonious part, the, the, the way that it looks and the, the taste. The, I mean, Hashem wants you to enjoy it, but the. You're supposed to chew, I think, yeah, it's like 30 or exactly. 40 times. There's a process of eating that really and gets it inside you in the best yeah. way so that then your body has the best way to deal with it and it does the most for your body. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think people who are very self-aware and holding in nutrition and stuff like that, they start to understand exactly how they need to eat, what they need to eat, when they need to eat. It's called mindful eating. Yeah, so all the more so we're learning. Yeah? This is the Shem's yichud, the ultimate yichud, it's nourishing your soul. Your soul needs this, this food. So we, we, we got to try to do it with focus. We can't be thinking about our business while we're eating or while we're learning. Um, so they become one. This is beautiful. This is really how you sum this up. No, same place. We can go back if you want. Yeah. That line is really like, we need to take that. That's the summary of this part. It makes sustenance for... The nefesh. the nefesh, for the soul. This is what we're doing. So we're learning, and we have to realize that our kids, we're giving them the tools to learn oh. Torah. We're giving them tools to nourish themselves on a spiritual level so they can open up a safer. Like For me, I get nachas when I see my kids have, are generating their own momentum in spirituality. These, as they get a bit older, they start wanting learning things themselves. And then they start, you see, they start to need to nourish themselves. They go to Shirim. Or they go, you know, it's not just what the yeshiva is forcing them to do. Yeah? Right. They start making their own sadarim. That for me was the key in my process. Like, right. I always had my own sadarim. And when I left yeshiva and the, that structure of learning and, and the, you know, the magachira and the rebbe and the, yeah. doing it to win a group setting, if you don't have your own sadarim, then you're not going to learn. So, and you can listen to stuff online, a rabbi or whatever. Right. It's but the same. No, you have to have your own sedan. You have I to remember my days in just like yeshiva. you have times to eat, you have times to learn. My days in yeshiva, I remember. Even though I wasn't the best bacham. Yeah. Uh, I, I put in a good few hours every week, every day. I had like a really good chavusha second seder. That's good. Or first seder, depending on his mind. I always had one very good chavusha. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like there was a certain, you know, Sustenance you get. So even if some other parts of it were difficult, 
you had that moment of connection. Yeah. But your soul was getting nourished. And then there were times where I was hardcore. I used to learn like, I don't know, 12 hours, 13 wow. hours a day. I don't know, some crazy number. Wow. I was like super stark then. I grew up on pace. Shiva days. Pace, brisker pace. Wow. Yeah. Amir. I was, this is premier. This is like, it was like almost like a Chose Bachula. Wow. I was like the worst kid in Yeshiva. And then one day I like just switched. Like mom was the worst kid in Yeshiva. But then what well, I always feel there's like that balance, balance. Right. And then I snapped and then I went the other way. And I just like, for like about a year or so, year and a half, I was like hardcore until like every night, like 11, 12 o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning. And then, and then one day I just like snapped and that was it. <laughs> and then that's why I went to the Mir Yeshiva. I was like, oh, done. I can't do this anymore. The Mir Yeshiva, I was on a very light schedule. Oh yeah? Yeah. It's not a heavy place. It's heavy if you want to go, but it's like if you, you know, they try. I think recently, I'm sure they've cracked down. But when I was there, they started to just crack down. Rebbe so he passed away, and it was Nifter, and so like I think his son took over. So he was trying to like, because the Mir Yeshiva, he was just whoever wanted to come could come. So they started giving fahers, and you know, it was like the type of place you can go and like you can show up once a week. No one would really know. Had and you can still call yourself a mirbach. Yeah, so you can still get a good shidduch. Yeah. But you don't really like... So Depends you know. on like, again, if you, if you go to a shir, if you have a Rebbe. So I had like a Rebbe there, you know. It was actually, it was amazing. This is, I, I went a few times into the mill. I, was, I went into the old mill. I went into the new buildings. I remember there's a bunch of Chaboris used to learn there as well. I was friends with people Whitman. there. Huh? I was like, my, my Rebbe there was right, Beryl Whitman. It's good? Oh, it's next level. He was the opposite of the Mir Yeshiva. Like the Mir Yeshiva is very into learning sugyas. Yeah. They were learning the sugya of Gerkata. I don't know. And they would like go through it. And, like, yeah. We're going to do the famous Rajba. It's like very like set up. I hated that. I couldn't stand that like type of learning. I needed to like organically learn it. So this Rebbe was like, eventually they asked him to leave the Mir because he, he never learned their Mahalach. He would just like sit and learn. Just do the lot. Like Why well, couldn't they have someone different there? I think they wanted it to be a specific way, and his way is like the total opposite. Like, he wouldn't even, like, he was like, let's learn. Like, it was like really the panemius of terror. Like, he would get into like the nitty gritties of like the words of like the deepest meanings. Like, like, how, like, like, what is the idea of someone even having a Kenyan? Like, how, how did Hashem even allow us to own objects? Like, what is the whole idea of like a human being even be? Like claiming ownership of an object like that. Yeah. What is it? That's yours. Why is that yours? Because you're holding it. Says who? You're holding it doesn't mean it's yours. So it wouldn't take anything for granted. Nothing. Like every word was like, you know, like what does it mean? Like holding. So then, when you understood it, you really made a kinyan yourself. You were able to make a kinyan yeah. in yourself. Like, like just All the ideas. Like you take them in. for granted. Like what is, you know, I don't remember anything anymore. But like the inyanim were like so. Deep. It was a mamish like it was like panemius terrible from like a different angle. We should reach out to him. I wonder if he ever got into Hasidus. <laughs> He's his mm. type. He's like a fascinating person. Wow. Also, from like Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. It was interesting, the shamas. I think Very we. Very interesting. I think we could round off this parrot, ah, and even though it Thomas. deserves more time than that, 
but I think we have enough time to do it. Bechaim, kiyeba mechai chaim. It becomes inner life for it. Ein sof boruchu is the blessed ein sof. Malbush bechachmosa v'toroso shubekiyeba. So this this infinite Kodesh Baruch who we you know here for this is Hashem He created us because we have to remember who was when we're saying this Ein Sof what does it mean Ein Sof the In No End Baruch Hu, yeah right it's a way of referring to Hashem because it gives it gives it context that it's inf- Hashem is infinite there's no end so you just don't start Shalom, you know limiting who we're talking about right talking about the infinite God is clothing His wisdom and in Torah inside of us right. This is paladic, the concept. An infinite creator is enclosing his wisdom and Torah inside of us. Right. Us, physical guy who just went to the toilet, you know, five minutes before, and, you know, all the other things we do for such a low gashmis thing. Right. That's one of the things my Rebbe, and we're going to get into this in a minute, brought up. And it's going to be more Perak Shishi. We're going to get into the other side, yeah? Because there is a whole level of human reality where we have this goof, we have this Nefesh Bahamas, we have all these Klippas, and yet uh, in this parak we're, we're bringing the Torah, the oneness of the Yichud into that space of all this low-level human reality. Right. So it's really important to br- bring the true, the, the, to live with that, those two concepts. We're, the, we're having the most ultimate Yichud, that's nourishing our Nefesh, but our Nefesh is filled with Taivas and, and needs, unless you're like a big Sadik, it's filled with all kinds of drives towards all kinds of stuff like you it's almost like a schizo yeah yeah like you, you you're like one minute you're like deep in the sugya and you could have a shem and the next minute you're wanting to like you know fresh and and who knows other stuff you it's want to do. yeah and women stuff and you know other stuff you want to go do with you know sexual things and you know you're no longer in such a place of you could oh you want to yeah. oh I'm making a you with her I don't know if it's exactly it's not the right yichud. Yeah, she's the wrong yichud. Sometimes I want like really good cake. Cake. Like a delicious cake. Like the dairy ones, you know? Oh, well, okay. they don't even make them here, do they? You know, the Kvartzion has like like a couple of bakeries. Oh, yeah? They have one Madeline's. It's a little too sweet for me. I don't know. And pizza. Oh, yeah? Pizza. Oh, yeah, you it's a pizza. pizza here. No. You ever got the pizza Moshe? Where's that? It's in... It's good. So the point is, is to listen to what it says now. Yeah. The Torah has to be in your inner parts, not the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Rav Moshe Wilson it's leaning on the world, trying to make you more physical, more gash. Right. And that was like his way. Of <laughs> he saw that as a tower of pizza. Right. It's just giving it as a marshal. But the point is, it's going deep inside your your kishkas, and he brought, brings now that Eitzchayim Shamem Dalit Perik Gimel. So Bushe Hanishamis began Eden Heina Mitzvahs. It says in Eitzchayim in the Holy Zohar. That or not in the Zohar, sorry. The eighth time is this from the Arizal, that mitzvahs are the garments of the soul in paradise. Yeah, Rav Chaim Vital. The paradise souls enjoy the radiance of the divine presence. The soul, infinite being, capable of bearing the infinite radiance, must be shielded by spiritual garments. The mitzvahs is performed during life on earth provide the soul with these garments. Performing mitzvahs envelops the soul. Ah, oh, so now it came back to the the mitzvahs allow you to absorb this light. Right. So now, so that in the in the Gan Eden. So in order it's interesting how just a little diak. I wonder yeah. what it means. Here it says nasa mazen lenefesh. Yeah. 
But over here now he's talking about neshamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely is chilukim. Because uh, nefesh is like more the vivifying force. Right. Neshamas more like a ruchnias thing. Right. Uh, I, I'm just saying. I don't know if that's for I sure. I hear that, but it's like I wonder. There is there is chilukim. There is. But chilukim. nefesh is the of the five levels. It's the what is it? The lowest of the. Yeah, it's, it's really the one that's more directly impacting the life force of a it's person. The first one. It's the one that's directly the bridge between the body and the soul. It's the shama after nefesh or after? It's chaya. after. So there's there's nefesh, ruach, and then oh, shama. Nefesh, ruach, and shama. Then and then you get to chayechido. But chayechido is like, you know, unless you're like a big, big tzaddik, you're generally right. not, you know, on those levels. Which Ours is more nef- nefesh, ruach, and shama. Nefesh, ruach, and shama. It's more every day about Does it. Does Tanya go into those in Yonim? He mentioned it. He did categorize he it. it. He gets more detailed fleeting. later on. Later on, he gets into fleeting. the... He gets details with the Suryas and the Lamas and the Nishamas, all the different levels. He starts to categorize it more. It's a process, yeah? Yeah, mama. But Torah, he must have Nishamas asked about the Mazer, but Torah, Lishma, Nanai brings the Zohar. Tonehan is the food of the soul in paradise, in Gan Eden. That's what they call paradise. Not paradise uh, where the girls are, you know, that song from Guns N' Roses. Uh, it's the real paradise, which is engaged in Torah for its own sake during their life on earth. So that's the paradise. Yeah, It's the Torah Lishma. That is, that's what, the food of the soul is Torah Lishma. Gan Eden is Torah Lishma. Learning Torah in and it's, this is now we're going to read what it says in the Zohar. Oh, interesting that he says it here. A little note from yeah. Chaim Miller. Go on. In the afterlife. Afterlife, paradise. Your soul will be exposed to intense divine revelation to yes. remain comfortable in that environment. It needs to have done mitzvahs. It needs to protect itself from receiving more That's revelation Levushim. than it can handle. That's the clothing of the mitzvahs. And absorb whatever is safe and comfortable for it. So that's why Rabbinman brings a marshal this week from last um, Pasha Zisro, he brings this mushroom, the guy sees a rich dude, yeah. he's getting all this covered, he's wearing a Gucci, he doesn't say Gucci, but I'm adding that in. Yeah. He's wearing a Gucci Le, Le Louis Vuitton Ooh. outfit and he's like, you know, looks great and everyone's like, wow, look how beautiful this rich guy looks. And then a poor guy figures out how, like through the Corona f- extra funds or whatever it was, the extra yeah. free money that was flying around, he figures out how to buy his own one. So he puts it on and no one's giving him any respect. And he's like, why not? And he, they're like, well, look, because you underneath you've got rags, you've got like a dirty hat, you haven't had a shower, you've got no swag, your shoes are broken, your trousers are ripped. So you've got the fancy jacket that the rich guy's wearing, but everything else doesn't fit. Right. So so too, like in the Torah, if you just go up to Shemayim and you're Tamachochem, but you didn't do mitzvahs, you're missing the garments. You need a complete package. Yeah, yeah it's a full full package. Ah, yeah, to be able to Yeah, you have to you have to do it's the mitzvahs. So you have to do the mitzvahs to be the full shlemus. You have so to do the chesed, the mason tovim, the mitzvahs. Yeah. That's the the malbush. One of the things I was going to say to you. One of the things that was triggering for me was yeah. the when he's focusing on the idea of learning Torah. It's a triggering idea because he puts basically saying that it's the most important thing. The yichud, but yeah, but without the mitzvahs, you don't have any protection. It's too much like, light. I, I've met, I've come stuff. across people in my life yeah. who were talmidei chachamim, but on the inside they were like mamish, like just. And they're not dressed properly. Their clothes are not. They're not they mechubad. They're not. In the word of Rabbi Shlomo Kabach, they yeah. were so ugly. On the inside. Shemina, yeah. 
I'm sure you've come across those type of yeah. Yidim. So that's when the Torah has become Chokhmah, like any other Chokhmah, God forbid. Right, just a Chokhmah. It's a wisdom. They, they, they have wisdom and they've got Shem gave them a good mind, but they didn't internalize it. Like, like, like. Uh, they become godly and influence them. This is, this is a perfect example. Yeah. I went away for Pesach. Yeah. This is bad. We went to Orlando. Yeah. So, Orlando, the way it worked there is like these little community homes. Yeah. Like, in this just. So I've never been on one like of these. It's like a few things. hundred homes. Like I've only ever been at home for Pesach. I don't know. It's like a few hundred homes, like in yeah. just this gated community. They all look the same. So on Pesach, all the Jews come into those places. They get their own houses. So it's like a step up from a hotel, and that like you have like your own house, your own. Nice. You're not like in Rishon all the time. Yeah. So, anyways, and what they do is they turn, you know, they turn a lot of the houses into shuls, and everyone comes with their own little chevra. And so I remember walking past one of the shuls, and there's. And a lot of people rent golf carts there because it's like all over the place. Yeah. It's so hard. So it's a lot of walking. And so I w- went there and there was a golf cart parked on the sidewalk. And so I went over to one of the kids there and I said to them, you know, you should really move the golf cart. It's, it's a Chil Hashem. And he's yeah. like, it's Shabbos already. He was, like an, he, was like a, he was like an adult, like a young adult. Yeah. Not like a kid. He was like, I was like 18, 19 yeah. years old. I was like, okay, I was like, to ask one of the housekeepers or one of the cleaners to move yeah. the golf cart. And he's like, it's Amir La'akum. And I was like, I was like, but it's a burning Chil Hashem. I was like, you guys just parked your golf cart in the middle of the sidewalk. Like, people walk here all the time. It's not yeah. only Jews. And he's like, and then he started like making a Chakira, like what's yeah. more important, Chil Hashem? Or, and I was like, in my mind, I'm like, you missed the boat. Like, this isn't about like, What's right and what's wrong? It's like, you guys came to a community, you're guests here, there are people who live here, there are people who are vacationing here, it's not only Jews. Yeah. And you guys have treated this like your, like your backyard. Yeah, it's been a shaman you bring this up, because I had a situation last night, my wife was worried, it was a chilo Hashem, uh, how we dealt with it. I wasn't sure, it was complicated. Yeah, these are, these are yeah, my wife's tuned with this kind of stuff. I'm a little bit, you know, I need to still do tshuva. <laughs> yeah, men. Can, that's the problem. Young. Men, are, men can sort of uh, intellectualize. Right. Whereas my wife's like just pure like right. rots and Hashem. Men are a lot more intellectual than. Yeah, but know. my wife's like just trying to do rots and Hashem. She's not interested right. in all this like swaras, you know. Right. And uh, that's where we. That's where my genius can be a problem. Yeah, my my right. intelligence can be my yates to her. Because so right. my, my wife, for example, she's spending what she's doing today. She's like having all these dreams about my son and the army and the whole thing. And he's called her now a negist, negist like a guy with a giant machine gun. That's what he's got. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's got a big machine gun. Yeah. Nice. So he wow. is quite a, a so kibbutz in the army. continue to watch over him. I mean, so we're dedicating our learning to him again. And my wife's not sleeping well and just having dreams about him and losing him and chasing him. And she'll be for the good. Anyway, so she's uh, really affected. And then... So she's like, what am I going to do today instead of sitting there getting absorbed into the pain of having a son and all the other nisyanis we have, like a freezing cold house, a nice warm apartment we had in New Shalim. So she's like, instead of getting absorbed with all the nisyanis we have, she said she's just going to go do matter today. She's, that means she's spending the whole day out on the road helping sick people. Because that's channeling. Matter. Magin Oh, okay. She's spending the whole day. No one pays her for it. She spends all day with her gun and her... And her out and her mad Magin Dabadadam outfit on an ambulance she with a, a mentor. She has a gun. She has to have one to go out to these places. You know, they go end up in Arab villages or who, all kinds of things, yeah, right. to go help people. And I'm like, I don't connect to what you're doing. <laughs> but 
Zaygazid, you know, right. the Shrecha, you know, the, this is what she wants to do with her Sunday, go around helping sick people get to hospital and all kinds of stuff, yeah. Easy cap. And, uh, you know, so it's a neshama. Some people are just neshama. They just, right. they just are neshama. Yeah. Whereas me, it's like a, I have to get my Yetzirah to shut up. Yeah. The meaning of Torah for its own sake, with the intent of building on soul by comprehending the Torah, each kafi siklo k'mosh kosu priyets chayim, and this is where we were busy with the Zohar. Yeah. Yeah, but binding our soul. How are we learning? The Rebbe Shlita observes also finds it necessary. Yeah, we're almost finished to find the term nishma. Lest we misinterpret the Zohar to mean the factor that caused the Torah to become food for the soul is some other incidental meaning of Lishma. The meaning of study with the intent of binding one's soul to God by comprehending the Torah. The food of the soul refers to level in dwelling light. The garments refers to level encompassing light. Yeah, so there's Orpanimi. Right. This is the first time we've come across this Doshan now. Right. I've mentioned it, but it's, this is what it is. Mazen is all panimi, the aspect of all panimi. Mabushim bechin is makifim, is surrounding light. Right. So there's internalizing the light, and, and then there's the external light. Lechain amar of Besein Azal, Shatam Torah, Shikul Keneged Kola Mitzvahs. For this reason, I've said that the Torah study is equal to all the other mitzvahs combined. For mitzvahs are garment alone, while Torah is food, and also garments for the intellectual soul. Torah serves a garment, one clothes himself within it by concentration on it and study of it. How much time one expresses the word of Torah orally? So then there's an aspect of the learning which is also Ormakiv, which is a mitzvah. Remember, uh-huh. we said that before. So it's like you've got two, you've got the Orpanimi of the learning, this Devekas right. to the Yichud, and then you've got this, this Havopi, the learning of the breath right. and the words, but also become garments, become an Ormakiv, the surrounding light. It's interesting. I mean, this is the, the Machlokas, you know, sometimes people have his, he's going, uh, he's saying, Be'iyuna Vilimuda. And he's saying specifically through like, yeah, through, through learning the through, learning, through immersing, immersing, like an immersion blender. So I'm just showing you the time. So it's, time. Uh, I don't want you to be late for your Shalom Bars. The point is that the, uh, this is based on the Eitz Chaim and the Zohar. But we are shehavel adibah nice bechinus or makiv k'moshe kosev b'priyatz chaim. Right. And the Arizal, we're learning very deeper concepts about understanding what this yichud that we're doing every time we're learning. Ah. And it, it's really important to mazen gamla levush nefesh hamesichlis avshabob beina velimda kolshe kenshem motzipib adibah shehavel. It's even it's sort of all the more so. Right. You got to talk it out loud. Yeah. That's what I mean, she used to like just, they would like, I mean, Rabbi Nachman talks about this too. They would say the words. They would say it out loud and they would sing it. It's a good Yeshiva Shanigan, a nice Mordechai and David Shanigan. Oh, yeah, the Nigan Torah, very important. Ah, Mama! Should be a good week. We just started.